This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Recently nominated as a small business influencer and we are waiting for the vote. Yay! It's supposed to be today, isn't it? This week sometime or last week. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, hey. it was supposed to be the week of the 15th, which would have made it last week. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how long they're going to take to actually make the vote, but yeah if, yeah, if it's supposed to happen now, we'll see. Anyway, um, this is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Internet. And Hopefully it's soon to be award-winning radio show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just nice if, to have if we do if we do get any kind of recognition, Ross, are you going to make the trip to New York for the uh, the big ceremony they're having? They got a whole thing set up in New York. They're going to do a whole awards presentation and the whole deal. <laughs> if they did that, maybe. But I said, I've got to take my wife because I would. I you guys, would, I would have to divorce pretty quickly if I didn't take her to New York with me. <laughs> you guys could stay at my house. I'd let you do that. You know, save you some money again. Nice, nice. Get yourself a new place. Oh uh, yeah, you're you're just out of New Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah, just uh, north of Princeton, South Brunswick. Very nice area. Very out in the woods. We've got a couple acres of woods. It's beautiful. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. How far? How long drive is that from New York? Um, we're I'm like a seven minute drive to the train, and it's hour train into the city. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I guess we should stop our gabbing we we could talk forever like this but uh, <laughs> we never seem to connect because we're too busy so pardon us everyone uh, we've got a few things we want to bring up a few notes that uh, have happened over the last little while um uh, i'll just start with mine let's just wrap these off here um one thing i thought was very cool is that google chrome has uh, and this is all thanks to our friend mike blumenthal uh who is uh, we re-aired last week by the way his interview because it was just so good um and it's uh, this plugin shows company reviews from Google Places. Now, Google Places has said um, they want to uh, start 
using more of the data that's in their system and getting it out there more and more and more. Well, this plugin, it's optional. You can add to Google Chrome will allow a, a toolbar at the very bottom of your page, uh, not the web page, but the browser, to appear. And that will show um, any kind of relevant information in terms of rankings, uh, you know, reviews, I should say, of that particular business. Very cool. And uh, from this, this information, my guess, it's just a guess, but I'm guessing that this is, well, if I were Google, I would build this into Chrome. Now, I wouldn't want it to always show up. It's something that should be optional. Someone should be able to click on an arrow, say, at the bottom, and to find out more information about a business, see what kind of reviews there are. But that would be genius on their part because it's, it's the kind of thing that, frankly, I want to see. When I'm doing some browsing and I decided I'm, I'm actually looking to buy something, I would love to have review information. Uh, that kind of stuff is invaluable. And I don't like necessarily clicking on a Google Places page and going there to find out. If I could have that info in the footer, and I, and it's, it's, I always have to do is press reveal button, that would rock. What are your thoughts, John? Yeah, and this is just for when you're at somebody's website. So you don't see, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't see this information when you're on their places page. This is actually when you're on their website, you see this information. So you don't exactly. have to go to Google Places to get the information. It comes straight to you, which is great. Um, yeah, I, I agree. This is this makes it much, much more important and critical if you are a business with a physical location and you rely on people coming in your door to have good maps and local optimization on your website. Um, now, you know. one thing uh, – sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go. No, no, that's fine. Go. <laughs> um, I'm used I to just it. Thought, I, <laughs> I just thought of something that would actually be really scary for someone. And, and fair enough, you know, if they've got, the, if they've got a bad review, if a business has a bad review, they're toast mm-hmm. if they did do that, if they built this in. And that might actually cause more headaches than it's worth for Google because – uh, if there's anything wrong with their system or something's in there incorrectly, they could end up having yeah. to deal with that because uh, so I wonder how, I wonder, business. I wonder how they decide which website to show that on. So what if I had a website and I put the wrong address and it would happen to be the business next door on my website? Would they show the information for the business next door based on the information on my website? Or is it tied to the URL I put in my Google Places page? So that when I'm on the URL that relates to the URL in Google Places, it shows the uh, content from that places page. Do you know how that works? Well, if the question is, are there going to be issues? Definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's so new, right? Um, and we all know Google Places itself <laughs> well, yeah. has got issues, right? I mean, it does. Google Places has issues with addresses and all that stuff. So I'm sure it's just going to be a, a greater um, uh, amplification of those issues. But it's also going to force them to deal with them too. Yeah. So, but but from your point about bad reviews, if you, you did happen to have bad reviews and they were coming up you know, on your website based on this toolbar, you just go remove your URL from your places page, and hopefully the toolbar wouldn't show up for your site anymore. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a good question. I mean, I, I've been trying to find the time to test it more. Um, I just haven't had it, but I, I'm pretty fascinated by the whole concept and, and Mike Blumenthal thought it was pretty cool too so uh, yeah he's got a good article on it on his site on Blumenthal's.com oh did he just okay yeah at the time I noticed that he had just posted it as like literally breaking news on Google Plus which is great everyone if, if you want to be on the cutting edge of news Google Plus is the place I've been so impressed with that uh, oh, yeah. nothing like it so. totally agree alright what's next um there was the interesting um, um, interview of – I can't pronounce her last name. Tiffy Oberoi from Google. Do you know how to pronounce her last name? 
No idea. Okay, Tiffany Oberoi, O-B-E-R-O-I. Sorry if I totally destroyed your name, Tiffany. Yeah, (laughs) but she she is actually with Google, and one of the things that she was able to do is with this interview. And hold up, I'm gonna call it up so I can tell you who did the interview. I should have had this up ahead of time. Um, But basically, she tells us a lot of details about Google reconsideration requests that we weren't real sure of, or we just kind of guessed at before. She gives us a lot of really good detailed information. It's Eric Eng from Stone Temple Consulting. He's the one that did the interview. and we'll put the link to this interview up on our Facebook page. I think it's that important people read it. But some some neat things that came out of this, some key points. Um, I don't even know how to go through them all. Um, it's <laughs> I'm just trying to think. So the the reconsideration is still most of the times they try to look at the algorithm, and most of the stuff they do with algorithms um, when you think you got hit by a filter or spam is because of the algorithm. So the reconsideration requests aren't really applied to that. So if you have an algorithmic penalty or an algorithmic filter that's reducing your rankings, reconsideration quest is not going to help you at all. Um, so and and what they what. And what she said is, is she said really succinctly, just to be clear, they don't think of spam algorithms as penalties. More likely, if it's part of the algorithm, it's not really a penalty. It's just you're not giving them what they want, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't agree reconsider- with them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't either. I kind of do, but I kind of don't because um, when, when you read this article and she explains it, a reconsideration requests really only apply when you've been hit with what they consider a penalty. So they found you doing something that you shouldn't have been doing or you didn't know you were doing wrong and they actually specifically went in and said, tweak, you're lo- you lost some rankings, you're penalized. Reconsideration requests is you fix that, they untweak you. And there's a ton of detail in this article about you know some of the tips, and here's some of her tips um, when you're submitting one of these re- reconsideration requests. Okay, she said be very, very specific. Um, review the webmaster guidelines. I know they're very vague, but try to take some specificity, if that's a real word, out of those guidelines and apply it to request. You know, tell them what issues you found on your site and what you did to fix them. I can make up words if I want. Ross, quit laughing at me. No, specificity <laughs> is right. That's a good word. All right. Okay. <laughs> But well, the way I said it, it was made up. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Um, she also said very specifically, avoid hiding information. Be as transparent as possible. You know, don't think, well, I won't mention this one because they might not have found it. They probably did. So be as, be as transparent and don't hide anything when you're doing your resubmission requests. Um, Tell them what they need to know to, to be assured that they're not going to see these these techniques, these spammy things that you did happen again. Um, maybe you changed the people that worked for your company or a vendor that you were using that was doing this for you. Tell them that. Tell them we changed this so we are really confident that this is not going to happen again. And then she, I thought this was a great one. Don't tell them how much you spend on ads. It has absolutely nothing to do with it. So it, it it's, it's a waste them. of time. It might offend them, exactly. It's totally irrelevant, so don't even mention it. Don't bother with it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a waste of text. Um, and uh, <laughs> I can just imagine, you're going to lose my $10,000 a month account. I can't believe you do that. And they're going to be like, uh, whatever. 
<laughs> that's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and one of the things she she mentioned is they get a ton of reconsideration requests from webmasters that are not even impacted by any kind of penalty. So it's probably one of those algorithm spam filters, you know, spam algorithms that are causing it, and not an actual penalty. In her words, not a penalty that's causing it. Um, so they said. Make sure you check every possible solution, every possible reason you could be seeing the, the changes that you're worried about on your site, which I think is a great advice anyway because if you submit the site for re-inclusion and they, you aren't penalized and they go look at it and they see something and say, oh, wait, maybe we should penalize these guys. So, yeah, it, it, it's a great article. Um, we'll link to it on Facebook. I recommend everybody read it, especially if you've ever had issues with Google penalizing you or you thought you were penalized. Um, this is a great article to talk to you about how to fix that from a resubmission request standpoint. Cool. Well, uh, before we get to the next one, because it's a great uh, discussion we're going to have in a second here, um, let's take a quick break, and uh, then we can really get into the meat of this. Talk about teasing them. Great job, Ross. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with AscenderCart. Learn more about what AscenderCart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T dot com. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. 
Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, uh, we were discussing what to do with uh, re-inclusion requests, and, or reconsideration requests, I should say, at Google, and the fact that there's simply no point in doing it if you, um, unless you, are, you believe you've been manually penalized. So... Uh, Let's get into this next one. I, when you told me about this, I, I had missed this news. So um, let me know. Uh, what do you think? Of, well, why don't you just start it off and let everyone know what we're talking about first? <laughs> so um, I'm totally uh, frying it. <laughs> it is. So um, the folks over at simplyrank.com did a screen cap and published it, and they caught Google or found Google testing infinite scroll on their search results. And infinite scroll is the same thing you get in, if you're if you're using Twitter and there's a couple other social media sites that do it. I think, and when you scroll down to the bottom of your your screen, it says um, show more results, and you click the little thing, and right there, without changing pages or anything, it loads a bunch more tweets. Google's testing that in search results as well, so you'll get the first ten listings, and it's, there's actually a little bar that says the same thing on the bottom. It says show more results. You click it and 10 more results show up in the same page. Now you've got 20 listings on that page. You can do that infinitely. Hundreds, I think probably could only go to the thousand that they list. But actually, I'm going to test that. See if you can go, if I can see it, if I could actually get the test myself, I'd love to see if you can go past the thousand with infinite scroll. But Knock your socks no, off. Yeah. Normally, Google will only show you the first thousand listings it knows about. And then you're, you're, you're out of luck. So, Potentially, you could have all thousand of those listings on the same page with infinite scroll. This is, to me, it kind of blows my mind because it really can change a lot of the way we do things as SEOs, measure things as SEOs, um, any tools that you use, such as, um, I mean, John Henshaw has been on the show with Raven Tools, and um, his tool to track rankings if they launched this, would break unless he, unless he got some kind of advance notice and they helped him or he had time to fix it before this happened. You know, when he does rank tracking in the Raven tool set, he, he says, this is on page one, this is on page two, this is on page three. There wouldn't be a page two or three if they're doing infinite scroll. It would all be one page. So now, this – you know, The way you mentioned though, I wonder if that's true because if you scroll down and then you have to press again for the next 10, the next 10, it's sort of like the same idea. It's just – all on one page. You, you could figure out a way to do it probably and John's smart enough that they would fix the tool to make it work. But the problem is that kind of technology is Ajax based. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to do some weird things to be able to get into that content to understand. And it's going to be much harder for him to figure out what's on page 10 than it was before because he could just put the 10 in the URL structure and go straight to that page and see what's there. Now there's a lot of steps in between there. Yeah, I, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot since you mentioned it. And, and first of all, I'm excited about the idea of, of again, once again, reducing the, uh, Im- I guess, the importance of looking at your rankings. Because what we see as a ranking isn't necessarily what everyone else is seeing. So really, it's a bit foolhardy in, in some regards. Now, I that said... That. I totally, totally agree with that. Good. Well, so, so I figure at this point, if you wanted to keep these running, Google generally has feeds. I don't think they're going to shut off the tap, and those feeds will have this data. Now, maybe it won't be broken into pages, but it will have, you know, you'll still know how many rankings there are, 10 and then 20 and then 30 and 40. So, I mean, you can right. count them. So, they're still going to be able to probably get this running still, much to our discontent. But then again, there's some clients that would really not like not having this information. 
Very true. I mean, and and but one of the other things is we've we've have tendency to look back at different types of testing people have done in research, and we source that when we're talking about how important it is to be on page one versus page two, and and, and that's a really compelling argument when you're in a sales call for SEO. The difference between being on page two versus page one is dramatic, and. That data that we source when we talk about that stuff is now fairly invalid because you should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. We don't know how user behavior will change if they switch to an infinite scroll versus a paginated system. And it would change somewhat. It might get better for us from that perspective. It might get worse. But people would have to do that research and, and have to do their studies all over again with this new, you know, the new technology to see how it was impacted. Now, are you sure it was... Um, you go to the bottom of the page, at, like the end of ten, you had to press to get the next ten. Or there's a, yeah, I actually post. I posted an article in my Google Plus about this with okay. a screenshot. So, okay. so the folks over at Simply Rank have a screenshot, and I put it on my my Google Plus page. And you see it there. You see the bottom rankings, and you see searches related to, and it shows you like you normally see right now. And right below that, before the footer, it says "Show more results." Okay. It's yeah. Got, so I guess no they didn't technically whatsoever. Just to show more results. They technically didn't want to do infinite scroll then, because infinite scroll is technically what image search does, where you just keep scrolling. Yeah, that's true. But it, yeah, I guess that's a you know, semantics because it's similar the same way you can infinitely get, add content to the page with the yeah. technology. So, mm-hmm. it's a, so, you know, we're still going to have uh, at this if they go with this. Now they've been implementing stuff. That they've been testing recently. I'm trying to remember yeah. which one. I've been trying to think of which one it was. Well, recently, they, they just they, they just implemented the the really large site links for branded search. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. So, so that's a whole new thing that just happened. Well, they were testing that for a few months, and just last week or so, they they went full bore with it and and inf- implemented. We and it's great for us. We saw some stuff on one of our sites that because they did that, we noticed some problems with our metadata. And we said, "Great, thanks," and we went and fixed it. So. It was interesting. Now, for everyone else that doesn't know about that, uh, site links are what appear when you're the absolute certain leader in a particular keyword search. Generally, they put the the uh, the website, the title, and all that information. And then below, they've got six or seven. Uh, I think at that time, max eight links. Uh, or no, it was max six links below there. And uh, you know, the, you can control what shows there in terms of just saying no, I don't want this. But that's about as much as you can do. And then it chooses the most likely pages that people should be clicking on. Um, well, in this case, uh, Google has added uh, a more expansive list with full URLs, full titles, and everything below that uh, first listing uh, for branded. So really strong phrases like uh, J.C. Penny, I guess, would be one. I haven't tested it, but I imagine that would be a big one. <laughs> um, I just tested it with Sears, and Sears has it. So if you go in okay. and just type Sears, you'll see it. There's there's actually 12 listings under Sears. Excellent. Yeah, and it's up to maximum of 12, as far as I know. Yeah. So um, in this case, what I see are one, two, three, I've got eight. I've got eight. It's because you're in Canada. <laughs> and uh, actually, I'm using Google.com, though. But yes, um, 
I am in Canada and proud of it, my friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they do have the more detail. Like they've got full URLs. They've got it's definitely different. Um, in any case, a lot of people wonder what that site link thing is. I've got emails fairly regularly asking me, what did you do to get that? What did you do? Because we have it for Stepforth. Well, no, duh, we're the leader for Stepforth. <laughs> uh, anyway, got to get those site links for SEO. That'd be a good phrase. That'd be very good. All right, well, let's move on to the next one here. So, so, so interesting. I was looking at the Sears results. Because of the expansion in those site links and the fact that when I look for Sears, there's local search results in there as well with the 7-pack, there are actually 30 links in this one search result page that I can click on to take me to a site. Wow. Three times the normal because of local in this expanded uh, site link. You've got local as well, eh? Yeah. Oh, it just no, means the competition for first page is is much more fierce, but it seems like there's a lot more opportunity to get placement in there these days than there used to well, be. Well, they also have uh, something on the left here. It says something different, and below it it says JCPenney, Home Depot, Circuit City, Nordstrom, and Kmart. You can click those and go directly yep. to those phrases. Got those too. And at the yeah. bottom they have related, so you can searches, pages similar to. I've got K- Walmart, Kmart, Home Depot, and Lowe's at the very bottom. Um and then searches related are all like Sears credit cards, Sears jobs, Sears coupons, Kmart's in related to. <laughs> There's a lot of choices in the search results these days, a lot of different I, ways. I think it was a brilliant move, frankly, because you know when someone's typing that, obviously they're looking for Sears, so give them everything they could possibly need, as much as you could on a homepage anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yep. it's good. But yeah, they, they implemented that fast based on at least when the, in, the marketplace saw them testing it. It did not take long, maybe what, not even a week. I've, it was a couple of weeks, but still, yeah, compared to what they usually go through to test something, this was a mm-hmm. super short cycle. So who knows? Maybe this will happen as well for the, um, the, the longer pages. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I still uh, think, and I mentioned this before, I still think that they've got a couple things back in that they're going to have to deal with. Like if they do the infinite scroll, how's that going to impact click-through rates on advertising? So the ad words on those pages, and they could add new ads below, but is that going to change the effectiveness of those ads if they only show them an infinite scroll? Um, and then where do they put universal search elements as well? Because we're seeing those on the second, third page a lot too now. So, hmm. Okay. Well, be a big change. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of excited. I like changes like this. I mean, if it's, it's got to happen, it's going to happen, and let's just enjoy it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so let's take a, a quick break, and when we get back, uh, we're going to jump into some of the questions we've gotten recently. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. 
line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try My SEO Tool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Your virtual webmaster frat house. WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, before the break, we were discussing uh, the possibilities that Google will be implementing implement, or what was it, what was it called? Um, the Infinite Scroll. Infinite Scroll. Infinite. Anyway. Yes. Infinite. Yes. Infinite. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's move we on. both have our words today that we're struggling over. So, uh, question one: Did we ask this before? I don't. I didn't cross it off. But what are your favorite WordPress plugins? We have talked we about that in the past, but I don't think this specific question from David Blaine, who I'm wondering if that's the magician or not. Anyway, because <laughs> <laughs> if it is, call me directly and we'll talk. <laughs> oh, brother! You can my son's birthday party, and I'll do SEO for you for free. <laughs> At least a few hours. Yes. <laughs> um, so, well, I, I, I start with Headspace. I, I, I think it's phenomenal. It's a great plugin. Um, allows a lot of search engine SEO flexibility. Um, I love the more tag customization. Um, I'm just scraping, scraping the surface here too. It allows so many different ways of plugging in data um, tracking. Like Google Analytics tracking, you name it. it it's, it's clean, it's simple, and I install it on every website. So that's my first one. How about you, John? Um, I'm going with Yoast's new, new SEO plugin. Um, and I pretty much turned off most of the other ones because his covers the functionality. And it, it does pretty much everything you just named. It'll give you samples on a per page level. It'll show you what your Google SERP will look like with the title and the description. Um, it's, it's a great tool. Great, great tool. Well, you know what? If I, I, could, I if would, I had to uh, recommend one, it used to be all in one SEO. I would now go to this one. Used to be all in one SEO versus Headspace. Long time ago. Oh, I never really <laughs> used Headspace, so I don't know. Oh, okay. And I know the and I know the guy that created uh, all in one SEO a little bit. I met him at a conference or two. Uh, okay, blind faith. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I. You know what? I haven't tried Yoast. I've been meaning to. So um, I. 
know him Bill well enough from reading his blog, and we've had him on the show um, as well. That uh, I would I would side with you on that. Then, if if Yost has done it, a, a good job of it, and I'm not surprised he has, I would go that route. Um, yep. Do you have to pay for it though? He has he's got an interesting model. He's got a free version. Then he has additional modules that you can add to do specific things, like a um, a news site map or. Um, I can't remember what they are, but the, the modules are the upgrade modules are pay for, I believe. So all the basic stuff that comes in the basic free version is great, but there's specific things like if you have to optimize a photo gallery, he has a module for that. It's things like that that are more more related to very specific types of tasks than overall SEO, and those are the ones you have to pay for. Yeah, well, fair enough. Good for him. He's got to get yeah. that stuff out there and make some money because free just doesn't oh, pay yeah. the bills. <laughs> So good for Unless him. your bills are free. That's true. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Uh, hi, guys. When is con- content considered duplicate content? This is a, a question from Dave Van Horek. He gives us... Uh, huh? He gives us... I guess that's six. What Did you write this down? <laughs> one, two, three, um, one, two, three. <laughs> yeah, so there's six, two groups of three. Uh-huh. So he's, talking, he's got a group of exact match and a group of close match. He's broken them up into I two. See. So whether it's exactly or closely matching from a duplicate con standpoint. And he's asking about exact match or close match of title tag, exact match or close match of meta description, and exact match, close match of the, the content of the page, article, post, whatever it happens to be, non-metadata. Good grief. Um, or the combinations. Getting kind of particular here. <laughs> uh. So... So my thought about duplicate content is this. There's two primary ways you end up with duplicate content. One is you do the obvious. You cut and paste the same exact content from one page to another, whether it's on the same site or a different site. The other is something happens to your site from a technical standpoint, whether it's navigation structure or the way the pages are created or what happens when you have a directory and there's empty you know empty pages or you you have some uh, some products where the content um, is all the same or some locations where it's all the same except for a certain keyword or you know dynamically inserted those kind of things there's technical duplicate content and then there's just plain old I'm duplicating my content because I'm lazy right um the technical stuff is, to me, is much easier to identify and fix. Um, not necessarily fix, because sometimes the technical issues can be pretty intense. Um, but those, I think, Google's actually more forgiving of. So if it's something that's causing duplicate content because of a technical issue, um, it's it's not. You know, when you think about whether Google considers it duplicate content. They, they may consider it a duplicate content, but might not apply the same filter, the same kind of um, modifications to their SERPs based on your duplicate content than they would if they saw you cutting and pasting the same exact content on a couple pages uh, on different sites or stealing content from another site and republishing it on your site or, or those kind of things. Um, so the, the, it's not as simple as a question, you know, when is content considered duplicate? I think there's a, a variety of factors other than just the the few that you mentioned here, here Dave, on uh, when it really will impact your site. Yeah, Do you I mean, close- Russ? Uh, no, totally. I mean, it, it, it's it's one of those issues that is just so subjective. I mean, I I, I look at some sites that, yeah, technically they're, they're an e-commerce site. They have a fair amount of duplicated content, 
but I've noticed that Google's pretty forgiving of that because they know e-commerce content generally has duplication. Um, so what we try to do is just minimize it as much as possible and just be honest about what we're writing. Um, if, if you're, if you're going to provide good content, good products, you're not purposely duplicating, generally you'll be fine. Uh, if you are in a cutting-edge industry where you need every edge you can get, which is probably a lot of people and probably Dave here discussing this uh, so intricately, um, then – it's tweaking, really. You know, wherever you can make something a little more unique, go for it. Um, and we just chip it away at it. And if you have the option, always go with unique content. Definitely. I mean, yeah, if, you get, if you have that option, if you, if you have the ability to create unique content, that's your best bet every single time, bar none. But a lot of times that's not an option because of cost of creating a description for 10,000 products is just not doable. So – like Ross said, there are ways to tweak. There are ways to try to make it as unique as possible, um, and different things Google will be more um, leaning on than others, mm-hmm. and the other engines as well. I guess. I guess <laughs> we, we should talk about them few. every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I guess right. someday we could do a Bing one, but that means we'd actually have to try and use it. I don't know. <laughs> we'd have to get. We'd have to get. We'd have to get uh, Brasco to get the Bing sound effect and the Yahoo scream sound effect. So. <laughs> You notice Google doesn't have a sound effect. Is Google the only engine that doesn't have? They need a sound effect. I just realized that. I didn't have know to come Yahoo up with this. and Bing had them. Well, Yahoo has that. You know, the Yahoo, oh, Yahoo, whatever that That's is. Right. Bing has that little <laughs> Bing noise. Commercials. Uh, Google does not have a sound effect. I need to write Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should make it together. We should do it in. in, in. We'll, we'll send it in. We, we have and put her online. <laughs> exactly. We have a new goal. We, 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 we sh- we sh- or we should do a contest for our listeners. Who could come up with the best Google sound effect? Oh, man. Or who, who can write the best Google sound effect? There you go. <laughs> this, this has potential. We'll this has potential. The next show. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's always a pleasure. Um, I, we didn't get to all the questions we want to, but we're going to continue them next week. And, uh, Let's say we try and get in a uh, review. I know we're behind on them, and I know there's a lot of people chomping at the bit. So uh, we're going to do a, a couple more questions next week and jump on one of the reviews as well. So there, we set it. <laughs> or maybe we'll be spending the whole episode celebrating our win in this contest. <gasps> <gasps> I like it. I like it. Okay, yeah, we'll get drunk if on the air. Know. That'll work. <laughs> uh, entertain everyone oh, brother yeah, okay. go, get, get the champagne cork sound effects go on <laughs> well thanks everyone on behalf of myself Ross Dunn CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing and John Carcutt the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Internet uh, we hope you join us on the next show uh, every Monday at 5pm Eastern 2pm Pacific and uh, you can also check uh, our page on Facebook that's facebook.com slash seo 101 podcast and leave questions uh, actually one thing i just posted there is uh, an exclusive invite just to our listeners to google plus if you're not already in there i posted my link which offers up to 150 uh, invitations so by the time you listen to this hopefully it'll be uh will still have plenty left yeah and if, if he if he runs out i got 150 i'll throw mine in too great so there you go and you guys can all connect with us on Google+. Plus. That'd be great. So yeah, have a good awesome. week, everyone. I'll, and I'll create a circle just for you guys. Yeah! <laughs> and he and I'll share it. There we go. That'll make it nice and easy. 
There you go. Have a great week, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody.